Hey friends, I have a new ad partner that I think you're going to love because I already love them. And that is Stitch Fix. Stitch Fix sends style so good that you can feel it. They deliver all the confidence that comes with a truly amazing outfit without any of the work. With Stitch Fix, you get a stylist who understands your style, your size, and your budget, and they do all the shopping for you. It's the easiest way to transform your wardrobe. I feel like they just get me. They do get you. They just knew what would look right on me, and I hate taking stuff out. Yes. So it's like Christmas when you open that box, and you're like, how did you know? Exactly. It is Christmas, and I cannot wait till my next one. So go ahead, take the leap, do Stitch Fix, get your own personal stylist, and feel as bougie as we do these days using Stitch Fix, but not for a crazy price because they get your budget. Get started today at stitchfix.com slash naked. That's stitchfix.com slash N-A-K-E-D. Stitchfix.com slash naked. Welcome to Summer of Scripture on the Naked Marriage Podcast. For 66 days in a row, we are releasing a daily devotional episode for your marriage. And over these 66 days, we're going to pull out one scripture from each of the 66 books of the Bible and talk about how it applies to your marriage. So if you listen to every single one of these episodes, you're going to have a comprehensive understanding of God's plan for your marriage. We encourage you to listen to everyone. Let's dive into today's scripture. Welcome to day 31. We're in the book of Obadiah today, which is a fun name to say. I just love that name, Obadiah. Obadiah, we need to bring that back. I know. Obadiah chapter one, verse three says, you've been deceived by your own pride because you live in a rock fortress and make your home high in the mountains. Who can ever reach us up way up here, you ask boastfully. So that might seem like kind of like a, a random verse, but <laughs> yeah. here, here's why we, we landed on that today. God, one of the themes throughout scripture is God wants us to, to be dependent on him. Mm-hmm. And I think especially, you know, for in our modern culture, in our modern world, there's almost this this God of self-reliance that we're taught to have. Yeah. That that my my whole goal is to live in a rock fortress way up high in the mountain where no one can get me. And that rock fortress can can mean like financially, I'm totally secure. You know, I've got the house I want, the neighborhood I want, I've got the education that I want, I drive the car that I want, or I'm working towards those things. And mm-hmm. once I get those things, then um, then I'll be secure, then I will have made it, and that's how I'll know that I'm a success. And God wants us to know, like, listen, it's nothing wrong with having those things, but you can't let those things have you. Like your your yes. identity is not built on those things and your security is not built on those things because you can have everything in the world going right. You could have billions of dollars in the bank and you could still die in an instant mm-hmm. and it'd be out of your control. And so instead... We need to we need to hold on to things a little more loosely. Yeah, it's good to have a plan. It's it's good to you know to have a financial plan even and to, and to have financial security. But our ultimate security comes from God, and that's what He's reminding us of in this verse. Yes, I was actually having a, a conversation with a friend of mine the other day, and uh, in this family, you know, they have a son who is nearing graduation, and uh, and she said she started noticing that the son was just kind of becoming very insular and a little withdrawn, and just seemed like under a lot of pressure and not really talking. He was one who would talk to them a lot and he kind of was retreating to his bedroom. And so she said one day they were like, the husband and wife went to this kid and they were like, we, we need to, what's going on? Like, we're worried about you. What's going on? And, um, and he, with tears in his eyes, he said, well, he goes, dad has this very specific plan for, for how, you know, the next year or two is supposed to go. And I'm doing my best to fulfill it, but I just, I just, 
think like, well, what if this falls apart? And, and the dad was like, you know, like I was talking to the mom about this and the mom said, you know, listen, sweetie, more than anything, like, you know, we, we love you. We love you. And, and, and she said that her husband is so driven and very like plans are everything. And, and for a while, this kid had been trying to kind of tell the dad, like he was giving hints to the dad that really, he just wanted to hear, yes, follow the plan, but I love you kind of thing. And, but the dad, it's like, he's so driven and has this plan that he, that just was lost on him. Okay. And so in this moment though, he realized like my son, you know, he needs to know that he, I, I love him more than I love this plan for him. Okay. Right. And even if he ends up taking a different plan. Exactly. We're going to love you. Right. Even if it totally bombs and falls apart and your life looks nothing like this plan. I love you, son. And I know that God is greater. And so in this moment, he heard that like, and he, and she said the relief that washed over her son's face was just like, you could literally see it. And she said like, he's been a different kid ever since then. And I just thought, man, I think that we can learn so much from that. And I feel like these verses apply to that because I do think that so many times we're like, if I just follow this plan, even, even like in Christian culture, sometimes it's like, well, I just have to follow these Christian, you know, the principle. And for example, we hear this a lot. Like, if I, if I just wait to have sex before marriage, then, then my sex life and my marriage is going to be great. I'm going to have a thriving future. It's all going to work out. Right. And they do it like they, they, which is awesome. Like definitely wait to have sex. You know, don't try, try not to do that. Like that's, but that's, then their sex life has, but then their sex life's not what they thought it would the be ma- as magical as they thought it'd be. In fact, and they're, they're like, really wait a minute. And, the, and they're, and then they feel like God let them down right. because they made this deal with God mm-hmm. that God wasn't in on, but like, God, I'm going to do this. And you're, you're, you're going to respond by blessing me in this very right. specific. Way. I love learning. I know that sounds nerdy and dorky, but I just love learning. I love understanding history and how things fit together and what's happening in the world. But if you're like me, you're busy and it's hard to learn. It can be expensive to learn. Maybe you want to keep learning and growing. You're like, I don't know how to fit that into my schedule. I got the perfect solution for you. And it's Hillsdale College. Hillsdale College is a world-class accredited university that's offering some of their core courses for free. I mean, absolutely free. They're just wanting to spread knowledge here. I'm telling you, it sounds too good to be true, but it really is true. They're making it possible for you to learn about world economics and things like ancient Christianity, which I highly recommend. It's an 11 lecture course where you study the inspiring stories of Christ and his apostles and the faithful ones throughout the first centuries of Christianity, plus learning the the basics of Christian apologetics. And guys, you can do this for free. I'm so excited about what Hillsdale does. I love their commitment to faith and values, and you can take part in this by going to hillsdale.edu slash naked to enroll at no cost. And it's easy to get started. It's H-I-L-L-S-D-A-L-E dot E-D-U slash N-A-K-E-D to register. That's hillsdale.edu slash naked naked way. I mean, not having any issues. Yeah. Right. But the truth is we do the right thing just because it's the right thing. Mm -hmm. But instead we do things, I think, to try to control, even sometimes how we approach God. It's almost like this formula. If I follow this specific formula, then God is obligated to do this, 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 and this for me. Mm -hmm. Instead of it just being this relationship where God just wants us to love him and do life with him. And right. um, instead we we treat God like he's this genie in a bottle. And if we rub the lamp just the right way, mm-hmm. then he has to do things for us because we all have an, a desire, an unhealthy, sinful desire to control right. in unhealthy ways. Yes. And that's what this verse is really speaking to that. Like we, when we're motivated by control, mm-hmm. trying to control the people in our lives, trying to control all the circumstances around us, then really what we're, we're not 
rely in that beautiful dependence on God, which mm-hmm. is part of faith is, is, as strong as we can get in our own strength, we still have such a childlike dependence on our heavenly father. And there's a beauty in that. Mm-hmm. There's a beauty in resting in that. Yes. And so I think today's verse could be, you know, a wake up call for all of us who struggle with being a little bit of a control freak mm-hmm. or finding our security in, in things. What are those things in your life that if they were taken away, you would feel like your, your very identity was shattered. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it that if all your money was gone, if it was that all of your health is gone, if it's... Your kids didn't do a certain your thing. Your kids didn't do a certain thing. They, yeah. they chose a different path than the path you had for them. Right. And it, it may be time to like just kind of loosen the reins on that. Again, not, not compromise your standards for God's way that we're supposed to live, but let go of your need to control it in specific ways. I think that's huge. And I'm, I'm one, I like a plan. Like I, I get this, like, this is something I've had to work on. I shared in an earlier episode for these, uh, the summer of, uh, scripture episodes about how I went through like an identity crisis, uh, shortly after we were married because certain things didn't work out like I thought. And, um, cause I had my identity wrapped up in it. And I even think as husbands and wives, for those of us that are, that really like a plan, which is not a, in and of itself a bad no, thing, bad. we, we can really set ourselves up not only for huge disappointment, in a reeling kind of situation, but also we end up hurting relationships. Like when we, when we just have this tight grip on our spouse, on our kids, on whatever it is, that is not a healthy relationship. Like literally I've never seen that play out in a healthy way. Dominance, because it ends up being like dominance. You know, Jimmy Evans talks about this in one of his, one of my favorite talks that he's done where he's like, you know, show me a marriage where one spouse was dominant over another spouse and let me know if it was healthy. And he has people raise their hands over this. Like if people grew up in a, in a home like that, a dynamic like that, and he's like, raise your hand if it was healthy. And literally nobody raises their hand. Yeah, like it's yeah. not healthy. And um, because it really comes from a place of someone wanting control. And so again, I think that the message here is we need to make sure God is our ultimate authority and that we also hold on to these things loosely. That doesn't mean that we don't have standards. It doesn't mean we don't have a plan, but we just say, God, you know, ultimately it's up to you. Like I'm holding loosely because we know he's, he's got us, like he's yeah. holding on to us. And as long as we understand that, there's not this crazy fallout when things don't go our way. And exactly. we're, able, we're able to cope. And we know that he's with us. You're right. And he's bigger than our plan. And his plans are not our plans. Mm-hmm. But his plans are perfect. Guys, I hope that encourages you today. Talk with your spouse. And uh, I think this one could lead to some really good conversations. Yeah. So thanks for tuning in. We'll see you tomorrow, day 32, for the always eventful book of Jonah. Oh, yes. We'll see you then.